Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. That was terrible. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. Let's get that enthusiasm up, guys. Come on, do some jumping jacks. Woo! One, two, My name is one. Durant. Is that his name? Durant. 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 Return of Return of Durant. <laughs> That's the second movie. Oh. Not this one. Die, Doc Man, die. heroics, if you please, is Dark Man. The movie this week is Dark Man from 1990, directed by Sam Raimi and written by Chuck Paffer, Sam Raimi, Ivan Raimi, Daniel Goldwyn, Joshua Goldwyn. There's a lot of writers. A lot of writers in this movie. That's weird. Anyway, starring Liam Neeson, Francis McDormand, Colin Friels, Larry Drake, Nelson Mashita, and uh, let's see, anybody else I want to talk about here? Is there uh, Ted Raimi? He's always cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell, of course. That's a special appearance, though. Oh, wow. The Coen brothers were like... Cameo appearances in this. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah. I'm about that. Yeah. That's cool. You're all about... Oh, you know that, that Sam Raimi and them have that connection, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Sam Raimi also had an appearance in the... Uh, uh, which Coen Brothers movie was that? Crime Wave? It was one of the gangster ones, but I can't remember the name of it off the top. Miller's Crossing? Miller's Crossing. Oh, yeah. wow. Cool. Yeah. I had no idea. Spoiler. I love Miller's Crossing. Yeah. The movie this week is Miller's Crossing. No. No, No, Joel. That doesn't fit the confines of the podcast. Well, why did you pick Dark Man? Dark Man was chosen because uh, a week prior to to watching the movie with you guys, Joel had mentioned that he'd never seen Dark Man. And uh, I wanted to watch it again. Suddenly, as soon as he had said that. So here we are, forcing my good friends to talk about Darkman with me. Why are you forcing Sarah to watch Darkman, Aaron? Well, there's some pretty memorable scenes in this movie that make me laugh, and I wanted to make sure you guys had seen those, and, uh, you know, kind of get a nice taste of that, uh, that soundtrack, and mm. <laughs> the Sam Ramiisms going on in the st- screen are just super enjoyable. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks for choosing this one. Thanks. Hope you had a good time with it. Yeah. I I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> and it's still, now that I've seen it, I'm still kind of like, I don't know what I think about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an enjoyable watch. Not my favorite movie, but still, you know, not 
Not terrible. I'm surprised I haven't seen it by now. <laughs> well, that was the whole point, right? I was surprised neither of us had seen it before. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was when that was when the alarm went off in my head, and I was like, Sarah hasn't seen it. Joel hasn't seen it. It's Dark Man Week. Well, I was talking to our compatriot, Spencer, you know, of uh, the We Cut Heads podcast, and he was saying that he brought it up when we watched Face of Another way back, oh. you know, like almost three years ago now. Thank you, Spencer. And he was he was like, oh, you haven't seen that? You need to see it. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, three, three years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a movie podcast. You can't want, I mean, we, we can only re- record one a week, you know? If that. Yeah. Darkman feels like something that I'd heard lots of people talking about, but yeah, yeah. it just for it didn't really come up for some reason. And uh yeah. I had I I thought it was gonna be a, like an actual superhero movie. It's mm. it's kind of uh like the Punisher though. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Ex- except instead of his family, it's his face being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and and his best friend Akahito. Oh that's right, his lab assistant. Uh, I think it's more like The Crow. It's kind of like a goth, like, I guess kind of like Batman, but but a revenge thing where he's going specifically after the people that came to the lab. Oh, yeah. Um, Dark Tale of Revenge. It's yeah. It's kind of like Batman Crow. Yeah. Kind of thing going on. And... See- uh, See less less Batman because Batman is the the idea of Batman is crazy, but Batman himself doesn't act like a crazy person. And, and Liam Neeson not. in this movie, he, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, I mean, uh, uh, it, it should be revealed that uh, this movie made in 1990 was in response to Sam Raimi not being the director for Batman. Like he, like he was so upset. Yeah. I want to be Batman. Well, maybe upset isn't the right word. I just think that he had like stuff going to do Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. motivation. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, had, he had a whole plan already. Exactly, and so I think uh, he just wanted to go- follow through with it, and uh, that's when Darkman was born. I see. So, uh... and I didn't know. I thought maybe this had some character basis in a comic book or something, but it was his own. Brainchild, absolutely. Okay. Dark Man is his thing. He came up with this this uh, this terrible, or <laughs> maybe not terrible, is the right word. This poor dude. <laughs> this, uh, this poor tragic figure. This, this man, this Phantom of the Opera guy, this homeless, homeless, guy. homeless. <laughs> steals steals a coat straight off a homeless guy's back. <laughs> No, no demon power spawn. Homeless superhero. Like, why don't all homeless people make super labs in their spare <laughs> time? Well, not all, not most homeless people are are si- super scientists. Oh, sorry, I, I don't know. Like I don't really. Uh, you know, it's, this is a shame on my part. I don't usually talk to homeless people, mm. but for all I know, they are scientists. This, I guess you're right. I shouldn't be, be uh, so judgmental. This is a scientist turned homeless person turned homeless science. Scientist, right? <laughs> and you can still get the ladies on occasion when his face isn't bubbling. Well, that's because he figured out the secret, Joel, mm-hmm. of synthetic skin mm-hmm. that it won't bubble after ninety-nine minutes in the dark. Except that never happens again, right? There's not a moment where he remains the person he's pretending to be in the dark. Yeah. 
So it's, what was that even about? Maybe it was just supposed to be the emphasis that maybe the movie should be called Potential Dark Man. Because when he's, yeah, <laughs> at nighttime, he's not even bothering to put on the face. He's just got he's, the bandage on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, you know, a spoiler for the end when he's when he's pretending to be Durant, and then then he could you know do whatever he wanted for as right. long as he wanted. But yeah, there's <laughs> really that's kind of a well, kind of a big hole <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Let's dial it back a little bit, and I'm going to go off the 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 uh, the whole Batman premise thing. So so we have you know same musical score, pretty much or similar musical score to. to Oh yeah, Tim Burton's Gosh, Batman. I, I, I forgot forgetting. about that. What is his name? What is that composer? Danny Elfman. Danny, yeah, Danny Elfman. Elfman. Thank you. I mean, he's he's got such a singular name that I, you'd think I would remember, but uh, nope. I, I uh, right when you said that, I could only think of uh, the Knights of Wango Boingo. Yeah, he's one of them, which those, is totally not Danny guys. Elfman's name, <laughs> but still. So, so we have that aesthetic going for us, right? We have the 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 Burton esque. Uh, music, and then we have uh, the other the other aesthetic in this in this movie, the 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 goons. <laughs> we have we have one guy who has a machine gun for a leg. We yeah, have, he doesn't get much. Play. I forgot about that. And yeah. then we have another guy, the long haired, hunched over fella who uses his machine gun leg. Yeah, <laughs> we have uh, just a bunch of goons. I mean, that's that's. To go back to what you Sarah was saying, that's totally a crow scene when they break in, you know, and they they ruin his life and destroy him, you know. Except for he's not, it's not his wife that's getting killed or something like that. It's just his, yeah. you know, his his life's work and his 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 own his <laughs> lab features. assistant. Oh yeah, that was his love. That's true. That's right. His work, his partner in the lab, mm. his uh, face. Yeah, homie, a lover and a friend. <laughs> but those gangsters don't really like no but they, they fit they that aesthetic though like they, i see where sam Raimi was trying to fit like the the gothamites the the, the yeah but i feel like he should have fed into it more because mm. at a certain point it all just became about crazy liam neeson yeah well the movie is called dark man you're right but it's it's not called uh, uh hops even, on one leg man i mean even <laughs> Even Dick Tracy had, you know, yeah. all, all the crazy villains going on there. So. Yeah. Okay. I okay. feel like it's called Dark Man because he turns into a dark character after the tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like, his persona is dark and he is obsessed with revenge. Like, he notices a slow change in himself that he goes from, like, being... He goes from thinking... About hurting people that did it to him to, like, not being able to stop himself from oh. going further to make sure everybody is dead that was involved. And, like, even after his girlfriend is, like, back in the picture with him, yeah, it's like he can't use that love and support to become normal again. He's still, he's still obsessed with, like... This dark plan that he has, maybe. Yeah, it's not enough anymore. That mm-hmm. the, the 
the thing that he he originally uh, was seeking wasn't enough for him. Kind of almost like a like a Breaking Bad sort of a oh yeah situation for there. sure. I could see that. Oh yeah, he was making meth in that place too. <laughs> artificial skin and meth. The only way I can oh. afford my artificial skin is to make the blue crystal. Akahito was my Jesse. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and you guys killed him. <laughs> I mean, there, but there, there's a lot of good Sam Raimi, like over the top oh, violence and and fun. My like, gosh. like, I mean, I can understand how much fun it was to make the movie. And like, uh, for some reason, I, I guess I was just wanting a uh, something more like Batman, you know, okay. with like serious sides, but also goofiness and, and adventure things. And this is a. I mean, this is right in line with, like, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's got a whole sense of humor. And I, I think Le- that's why I love this movie so much. Liam Neeson is... I've, I don't know if I can watch him in a regular movie now and not see him being like, ah, ah, Oh, they're out to get me. Oh, you know, kind of thing. I thought this was great because I had never seen him play a character like this before, and he did it convincingly, I think. He was committed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that's rad because he definitely is just as good in, like, Taken or something. Totally. (laughs) Like, it's a different different, uh, persona that he's doing, and... And he's a really good actor. I just, you know, Steven Spielberg saw this and went like, this is my Schindler. <laughs> I mean, that is probably the case. Well, I, I, in a lot of, this is what, 1990 right here? I think. When did that, Schindler's List come out? Uh, 93 or something like that. I think. Uh, maybe the, I'm sure Liam Neeson had done something between Dark Man and Schindler's List, but. Liam Neeson's wife tried to push him into more serious roles like they they offered him james bond and she told him not to take yeah. it mm-hmm. me and sarah like were discussing so, that the, so the other night yeah that's what you know he did so he did take a bunch of those things that was less but i think he had more fun doing stuff like this yeah and and, and things like that that's why uh after her unfortunate passing he started to do things that were more action-oriented almost i feel like it was yeah. like well what else what else am i doing well, and i mean I, you we Speaking of first-time watches, we just watched Taken, and that was your first time ever seeing it. Oh, man. I was I was <laughs> taken. I yeah. was taken by Taken. I don't believe it. Yeah. It was really good. I like that's That's a movie I've, it was I've seen like those... five times now. I don't know. I don't do that very often. It was one of those movies where like everyone was talking about it, and I think the hype kind of pushed me away. Sure. Yeah. And I like Liam Neeson. Like mm-hmm. I, I think about him in Kroll all the time. Like I mean, oh, I think about Kroll all the time. But, you know... <laughs> Kroll and this, yeah. totally. Yeah, Kroll and Darkman. This is like a point in his career where he could have gone different directions yep. or stayed on this, and he went to, like, Schindler's List yeah. and became super serious. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about. But I really did like Taken. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, this... Okay, so I think of Liam Neeson, I think of, like, say, Schindler's List. I think of Kinsey. You know, A Silence... Very serious in that, you know, Scorsese's movie. Uh, oh, apparently it was an entourage as himself. That's nice. Oh, yeah, freaking Lego movie. Good oh, cop, yeah. Bad cop. Mm-hmm. That's that's him channeling Darkman right there. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Can, <sighs> can we take a moment and talk about some goons? Can no, we can't. Can we, talk about, can we talk about 
slightly overweight Bruce Willis in this movie, or what was that character? Who are you talking about? The guy with the little the little sword tat on his, on the side of his fa- his head. You thought he the looked goon? like Bruce Willis? A little bit. Oh, you talk. Oh, okay, the bald guy. Yeah, gets taken out. <laughs> And framed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're totally right. He does kind of look like... <laughs> a little bit. He looks like the Commish or the Shield. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Michael, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. yeah, a little bit like a Chiklis. Yeah. Chiklis more than a Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Okay, Joel. I You're thought right. he looked like that other guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, uh, the brother-in-law. 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 <laughs> yeah, that too. Man. Yeah. That, no, that's, wow. a, that's a guy who's also done some things where it's like, oh, everyone thinks of him as a Breaking Bad guy. Yeah. Same thing with the, man, Breaking Bad has a whole bunch of actors where it's like, no, you you if you watch some of their movies, you're like, what the hell was that guy doing? You know, what was Dean Norris doing in Lawnmower Man? Pretending he had an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was what was uh, Mike the Cleaner doing in freaking Free Jack? He was killing it. That's what he was doing. Killing it. And uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, uh, so okay, I I really like Durant. I don't. Like, Yo, Durant was great. He's, he's kind of like, you um, you know, he's intimidating looking, but he's also really dorky looking with that yeah. haircut and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, the, the, I feel like that played in like a uh, made him look like kind of like a brick top from uh, from Snatch kind of oh. thing, where it's like this guy doesn't look like he'd be intimidating, and then like he does things that are yeah hyper violent. Yeah, like like you, you kind of don't know which way he's going to go when you first meet him, and yeah, definitely the look the look kind of plays into that. Yep. I feel like Frances McDormand and um, and Liam Neeson were really two of the only people that I recognized offhand when we started watching this. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people who I might have seen one thing, but I didn't. It didn't come to mind quickly i had to like think about it and yeah. look and stuff yeah yeah but, so, yeah bruce campbell but that's yeah well but that was a s- surprise exactly it, it was it's a surprise it's a and cool. it's a treat cameo cameo well, it's crazy yeah. that he was supposed to be dark man and the studio didn't think he had enough star power like who was liam neeson at this point well i mean as much as i love bruce willis or you know bruce campbell and Bruce Willis. Uh, I'm just saying, Bruce when, you put, Almighty. When, you, when you put Bruce Campbell up against Liam Neeson, I mean... Stop taking a I don't like saying on Liam Neeson. Stop taking a crap on Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I love Bruce Campbell. I'm just saying... I love Bruce Campbell, too. I love him so much. I've read he's all of his a, books. He's a great guy. Okay, Bruce Campbell at the end of this movie looks like a golden god. Oh, I think that Liam Neeson in this movie kind of looks like a Dorcas because you know he's, he's supposed but to be a scientist. Go- yeah, that's the thing though. I I think I think he was- I think Bruce Campbell at the time would have been too much of the hot hunk uh, scientist, right? And and I think I think at this point Liam Neeson was the believable scientist. I mean, I mean he does great, so yeah. I, I can't really complain about yeah. that. It's really good work. Yeah, I feel like. The goons, the goons are over the top caricatures yeah. of Batman, bad guy, Gotham City trash. Yeah, there is there is some Gotham Cityness in this too. 
But then it's like contrasted by suddenly being in like a bright, sunny, you know, normal yeah. world environment. And you're like, wait a minute, this is my world that I live in, but yet it's also got the like Gothamy bad guys at night. Like, yeah, that's a crow thing too. Totally. We're like, what world is this again? And it's like it's supposed to be our world, but the bad guys are are like not real. Real life bad guys. <laughs> They're not like people that pay the taxes and, you know, drive to work every day and stuff. It's like the first city to celebrate the purge and the crow, whatever that night that they celebrate. It's like, oh, the police can't do anything. Buildings yeah, burn down. That's the, that's the no go zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the police, like, uh, alternatively, in Darkman compared to Batman's police, where they seem either incompetent or corrupt. Paid off, yeah. The, the police in Darkman, like, are, like, literally seem to be doing their job. Like, oh, Durant, we got video evidence that you robbed this thing, so we're arresting you. And, like, later they're in the helicopter, like, okay, you guys are committing crimes. (laughs) You know, they get blown up. Yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're like, super efficient cops. Like, they're actual police, like, officers. Like, they're not on top of everything that's going on, but they're not... You know, it's almost like because they're so straight-laced, they might actually get in trouble because the bad guys are so bad. Right. Mm. They might be ineffectual. Yeah. I don't know. Mm? Uh, I... Did you want to talk about any specific parts of it? Well, um, the main villain yes. is not Durant. <gasps> Who is it, Joel? It's actually that other guy oh, with the face. The guy with that voice? Yeah. That is the, the businessman. It's always the businessman. Hey. You know, it's Christopher Walken. It's just business, Joel. It's just business. You just burped in the mic. Um, oh. That's not good. Not good for business. That and he has a RoboCop plot. He <laughs> <laughs> totally has because a he's RoboCop. Got the mo- he's got the model of New Detroit, <laughs> and he wants to build that. Totally, totally has RoboCop. And his dream, Joel. It's his dream. Well, he's gonna bring jobs. Oh yeah, he's gonna clean up this town. He's gonna create jobs and a new environment that's safe for people. So what if a few people got to die on the way? Yeah. Yeah. He's just going to build the old on top of the new, just like Gotham. Old Gotham is just underneath there. That's right. right. Yeah. And whatever. So I... Okay. So everything stems from a financial report, right? (laughs) Or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the catalyst for this? She's like a a lawyer, right? (laughs) Uh, Well, we don't learn to like late movie that she's an attorney oh, yeah. yeah we thought maybe she was a reporter we knew that she was like she's like a you know go get him go get him lady she's got a great job obviously she's always wearing some business business professional attire right right she's a lady yeah she's a lady whoa 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 all i'm trying to say is we didn't really know she was an attorney till a little bit later no uh but yes an official report which which was showing that the books were being fudged over this uh this uh this this here program. I mean, so the and whole just thing so you know, created. just so you know which paper it was. Uh, Liam Neeson accidentally uh, marks it. It's got the coffee stain. He was yeah. trying to be nice. He does some Hudsucker proxy to it. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. 
I knew they were in trouble as soon as he was like, let's get married. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, uh-oh. That's it, a sign. The only way it could have been better is like, our son will if be they born were like, soon. yeah, I'm having a baby. <laughs> then he would well, be dead. that would have happened, yeah. She would have been. been she, she somebody died. was going to die if they were having a kid. Yeah. That's a death sentence. <laughs> yeah. In a script, that's usually just like, let's make it real emotional. I, I thought maybe that would happen later, like after the accident, like she she would have been like sick and been like, oh no, I'm having, uh, what, what is this character's name? Westlake? Something Westlake, right? I can't recall. I, I guess I could look it up like a, a person with the accent. No, to you're good. You're good. His name's Darkman. <laughs> His name is Darkman. Mm-hmm. Darkman. Scientist. Scientist by day. Darkman. I feel like if he'd had a different hairdo, he almost would have been unrecognizable as Liam Neeson in this movie. Sure. Yeah. But it's that hair. I think that's a non-negotiable for him. Peyton. Peyton Westlake is his name. Oh, man. I mean, he doesn't have much hair in this movie. Yeah, he's getting, you know, he's got kind of the... Oh. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Some weird zombie monster face. It's the, uh... Prosthetic teeth. I mean, it's really cool looking. Yeah, pretty cool. I think it's gross, but it's effective. It's effective. Yeah, absolutely the point. There were a couple of things I thought were gross in this movie that I thought were almost like total recally or something with like the bubbly skin and stuff. Oh yeah. Understand why I probably didn't watch this with my parents because they probably were like, "Oh, Sarah's gonna be really creeped out and have nightmares." <laughs> <laughs> In her best interest, let us not. Your parents are watching Dark Man, being like, "Sarah can never see this." If I asked my mom about it, I bet she would be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. It's pretty bad." No, oh, yeah, she probably. I'm would sure she that. would say that about it, mm-hmm. but you know. I enjoyed it because it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, this movie is just a ride. It's, it's pretty out there. It's such a ride. Like, it's so, it, there's not even like a sentence structure I could really put to it. Well, let's talk about the best sequence in the movie. At okay. Least. Let's, just, let's just get that out there on the thing. So, uh, Darkman is running on the rooftop, is exploding. No, wait, actually, that's not the best sequence. I'm that's sorry. a pretty was, good one, though. I mean, uh, yeah, there's tons of explosions, like... An absurd amount of explosions, which is why the police show up. Uh, no, that's not the best part. Okay, so the best part is uh, when, oh yeah, they, they come into the lab and they start breaking up the stuff. And they oh, okay. like, dip his head in the thing. And then, then he explodes and flies in the sky like a, in, like a Die Hard 2. gosh. No, that's not that. Oh, my sorry. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that scene. Die Hard 2. That's brutal. Like, she's coming home and she's like, she's like, huh. Oh. It's like, oh, I need to tie my shoe. Propos- <laughs> groceries. <laughs> oh, yeah, you proposed and proposed. she didn't say yes or no. Mm. She said she had to think about it. I guess it's too late to figure it out now. So, okay, so that wasn't the oh, best Oh, that scene, transition sorry. was cool, though, from when yes. she was, like, standing there and then all of a sudden she was standing In there the at the funeral. There were a bunch of really cool, th- like, whenever oh. he was, like, having those flashbacks and we had this, like green screen effect where it almost felt like it became comic booky, you know, with like yeah. things he was envisioning and stuff like that. Yeah, like, they do he they do a lot of cool visual effects. Like the, the fabric of reality kind of shattering around him thing. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. gosh, my gosh. So good. Yeah. 
I didn't like the clown, the the sad, weird clown thing. Yeah. There uh, were a lot of goofy faces made, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I said that, that weird clown at the at the fair looked like. No, I made some crack about it. Because it was, it was freaking, it was disturbing. It was like a disturbing, like, I don't, it wasn't like a person. It was like a puppet that was, like, dancing around or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, that's the best scene. Oh, okay. So describe the describe the best scene in the movie. Oh, well, if you're talking about uh in the Darkman universe when where you can blow up uh land in the ocean, rebuild your skin, somehow convince your girlfriend you're not dead and then go to the fair with I, them? It felt like their second date, you know. Yeah, the, it was the their first, second date. The first time they reveal <laughs> that he's still alive. Right. Second time he's like, let's do a normal thing. Uh, uh, go to the fair. I'll take uh. you to the circus. So they go they go to the I don't know, the Dark Man County Fair. <laughs> and while they're <laughs> while they're at the Dark Dark Man County this Fair. This is the best scene in the movie. Because see Rascal Flats at the County Fair. Yeah. <laughs> So they play one of those uh, knock over the pins game, and he knocks over the pins, and uh, he wants to get the elephant for uh, for his girlfriend, and the uh, the carny behind the behind the counter is just kind of staring off in the distance, and he's like, "Nah, you didn't get it, you know, sorry." Stepped over the line. Stepped over the line. That's what it was. Yeah. Seats taken. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's the the delivery of the line that he's just like. Not interested at all of what Liam Neeson's saying. Uh, he's not even looking. He's yeah, not he's even looking at him. Like, not even making eye contact yeah. with you, loser. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Liam Neeson was able to knock them down when he shouldn't have been able to because of his super strength? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So the guy was like, I don't have to give out toys because nobody can knock these down. Precisely. So don't even worry. I'm not going to give out any toys. Yep. Yeah, you got to you got to keep those uh, stuffed animals on display because this uh, you know got to go to the next town. Yeah, mm-hmm. the town next to Darkman. These toys Darkman are Bill. my livelihood. They could have been glued together like the bottles. Like oh. maybe he couldn't even get one out. Oh dang! <laughs> so of course, of course, uh, Darkman's uh, girlfriend is not trying to make a big deal of this, and is like, "It's okay," but he won't let it go. Will he, Joel? I mean, he, no, I mean, he's in, like, no, I won the prize. He can't just, he just can't, he can't just say that we didn't do that, like, that I cheated, like, I, I didn't cheat. And the guy's like, why don't you just walk away, freak? <gasps> that's a, that's a trigger. That's a sensitive subject for him, because he just got his face blown because off. Because he, he actually is a freak. And he, <laughs> he looks like a normal man, but he is not, underneath I mean, of the mask he's wearing. Like, he can look like a normal man, and then he starts making this face. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, it's the same face you would make if you accidentally <laughs> slammed your fingers in the car door, like... <laughs> <laughs> and like the world is breaking apart behind him we're seeing flashbacks like spiraling this, like seeing yeah. like he was he was disfigured and the terrible things that happened and like clowns was, oh, are oh, laughing at it that's right it wasn't just calling him a freak that happened the guy actually walked up 
and pushed his fingers that, into him, and that was like and then the magic he button. like yeah. Then he grabs the guy's fingers and bends them like plastic, like <laughs> and like their fake apparatus fingers that they are. It is this shot is so amazing. Yeah. Of the guy, the guy whose fingers just got broken, going ah, and then the camera quick moves over to Liam Neeson, who's going ah, and then it quick goes over Francis McDormand, who's I'm going screaming. Ah! Yeah, absolutely. He's like, She's give amazing. me the elephant. It's it's pretty great. Like, give me the elephant. Artistry to the movie, and then, and then just like his insistence that that uh, take that, it that she should take it. Take the elephant. Oh my god! Kills me every time. And then he's like, oh, 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 oh. his face starts bubbling up. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And that's when she finally realizes something <laughs> weird is going on. <laughs> it's not the fact that, like, I thought, you know, he must have been dead. Uh, now yeah. he's not. We buried you. <laughs> no, no. Now it's weird. They only found an ear, right? Yeah, I think that's what they said. Yeah. So they didn't, yeah, she just buried an ear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the uh, cemetery attendant, the grave digger, had mentioned. All we found was an ear. <laughs> you. No, he's not a character. It's a pretty amazing scene, though. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, we were laughing hysterically, and we had to watch it more than one time. And uh, there's been some gifts <laughs> shared. Oh. Back and forth. If you look up Darkman under the, you know, Giphy and stuff like that, that's basically the only gifts that exist are from that scene. <laughs> and there's a reason why, because it's great. Yeah. Now, now, uh, Joel, you'd mentioned uh, when we were watching the movie, like, you, you'd mentioned the word Spider-Man, and you're like, oh, this is the movie that got him Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And, and I started noticing during that time, like, a lot of elements. I mean, some way more uh, apparent than others. But like the um, when Darkman co- goes back to like pick up his tech, his burned out lab that mm-hmm. that was just like straight up Spider Man too in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Like there's the the ruined buildings, like Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like, anyways. Yeah, and it, like his mannerisms were very Willem Dafoe going crazy. Yeah. What about the like octopusy guy that um, Doctor Octavius? Yeah. Goldfinger. <laughs> no <laughs> no the one that alfred molina plays in spider oh yeah they got him and duran have the same haircut whoa totally i wonder if they did that because doc ock has always had that haircut <laughs> yeah he's always kind of had the fishbowl thing going on yeah yep. another Octo octavius uh, hmm? read your girl's poetry peter and then they'll never leave you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you learned some life lessons. Uh, <laughs> I tend to listen what uh, to Alfredo Molina lays, you know, lays down for me. Like, mm. what's he saying in Species? I don't know. He's getting humped. Oh, that movie. I can't wait to talk about that piece. Yeah, of, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, Sorry, I started sweating as soon as you mentioned Species. Oh, oh Species. <laughs> oh, Natasha, whatever your name is. Another thing I appreciate about the movie is that because Darkman's ba- basically is 
he he can't feel pain, right? That's, right, that's right, right, right. Because because um the nurse from um American Werewolf in uh London has severed the major nerve nerves in his body, giving him uh some abilities. Right, that's the only way that they could get him to even function. Right. And he's got apparently he's got super strength. She was talking about like his strength had been augmented in order to like assist with the healing or something like that. I'm not sure. They said, she said something around the lines of like, you know, maybe a few years ago, this patient would have died from the pain, but because of our advances in, in medical, medical science, they've allowed him longevity in life because of the severing of the nerves. I see. I thought maybe it was like in uh, Rookie of the Year, oh, those tendons are healing a little tight. That's why he's so strong. And that's why he pitches for the angels or whatever, whatever oh. team he pitches for. I thought that it was the chemical explosion that gave him the super strength. Oh, yeah. Oh. Maybe. But I don't know. I mean, that didn't really seem to do anything except for horribly scarred. <laughs> well, it could be. It, I mean, it totally could be because I don't, I, I just, I cannot recall at this moment. Um, but definitely the severing of those, of those nerves have, have caused him to go crazy, though, I think. Pretty sure. For sure. Pretty sure. Well, also the like, well, almost I mean, dying. Like to go back to the face of another. I mean, like the psychological loss of self by changing your appearance. Like is totally a thing that could happen. Yeah. You know, if you had like had to have skin grafted on your face and and, and things like that. I'm sure there have been situations where stuff like that has happened. We just like might take on different aspects of personalities because you're not. You don't look like yourself, and so you start to think of yourself not as yourself. Hmm. I, it was what I was going to say was because his ability in this is that he's taking on the skin of like people. He's like takes photographs and he up, uploads them into his cool 1990 <laughs> VR computer thing. Heck yeah, with a holographic display. And then in the movie, the actors that he's imitating are obviously are just playing themselves as. Dark man pretending to be them, and I really like that those actors got the chance to like play the like multiple characters while yeah. still being the same person. That's cool. That's a fun way to like show your acting range, you know. And mm -hmm. I, I dig that because it definitely felt like uh, the chickless goon character. <laughs> like he felt like he was totally Liam Neeson. Like right. that one, I, that's. That was pretty amazing. It yeah. was like, a, yeah, his first round with that because so he didn't really, he had like a vague idea of what he wanted to do, but he was really like flying by the seat of his pants. And so yeah. everybody was like, you're acting weird. Yeah. yeah. And then later he used that as like, oh, he was acting weird because he was going to try to run. Okay. Oh, I forgot Ted Raimi. <laughs> oh, let's talk about his death real quick. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I forgot man. about that. That was a good goon death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a different movie, I feel like we would have seen what actually happened to him instead Absolutely. of cutting away. But <laughs> do you remember, Sarah? Mm -mm. It's it's he like beats him up and he's got him like the way he's intimidating to get information is he's lifting his head out of like a sewer hole in the street. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy is so fun though. I'm so glad that Sam Raimi uses him pretty much in everything. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. You see him on a lot of uh, non-Sam Raimi-related movies, too. Yeah. Oh, cool. I I have not seen... Uh, maybe I have, I just haven't noticed. Well, you haven't watched as much horror as I would have expected you to have. Eh, well, I mean, 
how my upbringing i didn't watch a lot yeah as a as a uh as a monk yep who grew up in the himalayas yes just didn't have very many horror movies up there yeah Mm. when i was off i don't know learning taekwondo when I was in Kwong Lung. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were trained hand. to be the Iron Fist. Yeah. Didn't make it through all those trials, <laughs> did you? No, nah, me and the dragon just decided to become friends. I understand. It's a lot of fun. Rode him like Falcor. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> I mean, that would have been a, a cooler Iron Fist. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. What? Did you did you watch season two of Iron Fist? I liked it. Okay, yeah, I like the ending. Me too. I wish there was going to be a third because of that ending. But no. Well, we'll we'll see what Disney does next. Mm. I'm actually kind of excited for the Mandalorian. Don't get excited. I want that one that don't uh, get excited. The, ever. Guy, the guy from Rogue One is got his like individual sort of. Oh man, it was <laughs> Ted Raimi was in 57 episodes of Sequest 2032. Wow. No, I wouldn't know. I watched a lot of those. You did? He <laughs> was a big a lot Jonathan Brandis head. Yep. Uh, I think um, Luke Skywalker made an appearance on that show, too. Probably. Mark Hamill. So, Darkman, is there? Oh, yes. Uh, sorry about Sequest talk there. I feel like uh, we're running out of steam here. Uh, no, no. I mean, I think we hit most of the major things that were pretty amazing about it. Uh, it's not a deep movie, but... Super enjoyable. A big fan of all the makeup effects that this, the team does. Darkman looks pretty much like a piece of, uh, uh, you know, beef jerky uh, in, in in the best Sam Raimi way possible. I mean, he, he looks like a, a scarier version of, of Freddy Krueger to yeah. me. Yeah. Right. I thought it was kind of like the Evil Dead poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like kind of half skeleton, half person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want him to bite me with those teeth. Who's who's shooting the? Oh, it was the bad, the big bad guy was shooting that uh, staple gun at him, right? The giant uh, nail gun. At one point, yes, it was the the true villain, the true villain of this film. He was using his rocket powered <laughs> bolt gun. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, that just flashed in my head. The one guy tries dating his girlfriend yeah. afterwards, and then she finds out he's connected to. The original reports that she found in the beginning. Well, she knew like right away because like the the literally the morning that it happened, the the only reason he found out that she knew about that report was because she went up and was like, "I I think I saw a report I wasn't supposed to see." He's like, "You're right, you weren't supposed to see that, but there's nothing we can really do about it now. Are you going to report me to somebody?" And she's like. No, I don't think we're going to have to take that. He's like, good. I would hate for that to happen. And then, in order to get that report back, that's when the whole lab breaking thing happens. So, the escalation. So, none of, basically, everything I have is, is her fault. Right. Because she's looking into stuff that she shouldn't be looking into. Yep. And poor Liam Neeson is just caught in the crossfire. Yep. Working on his silly putty skin. I just wanted to give you a cup of coffee, and it ruined our life. <laughs> I wonder if there's like an investigator for her lawyer, her lawyer, uh, like uh, like in the Good Wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's like a uh, what's her name? 
running around. Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember her name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember any of the investigators' names. That's funny. Oh, man. No, I, this movie's real enjoyable. I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. I, oh, but, sure. But I'm, I, I'm interested now in what Darkman 2's like. Oh, I want to see this. I want to see Darkman 2. You know why? I'm a huge fan of Arnold Vosloo. Oh. He's a great actor. Have you seen Hard Target? Nope. He's amazing in Hard Target. Okay. Like, everyone talks about The Mummy, which, yeah, he's great in The Mummy. Mm-hmm. But in in Hard Target, he is such a bastard. Cool. It is. It's so good. All right, then. Well, that's going on the list. Yeah. And Lance, Hendri- Lance Henriksen, he plays the devil. Oh, sick. I mean, not literally the devil. He just... He plays the devil. He's just, you know... I mean, maybe a demon. I don't know. You know. Like arcane level from, like, uh, Swamp Thing? Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say? I guess it would depend if I would recommend this movie to somebody. I would watch it again, but I think... Um, if I were to recommend it, I'd probably ask the person, like, what other movies they'd seen and if they liked them or not because i think it is kind of (laughs) it's not quite the same as like batman you know everybody's gonna like batman yeah right except for my nephews (laughs) they will when they get older (laughs) they will yeah (laughs) they probably do now should i should show it to them again I mean, I think we got a pretty good example down here, Ed, because we've got Darkman pulled up on the TV. Yeah. And it's the Amazon, you know, and it says customers also watched Sphere, whatever. Oof. That's Oof. that's fine. But Robocop 3, Big Trouble in Little China, Robocop 2, Judge Dredd. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of movies I'd watch probably over and over again. Yeah. I actually did like Predators. Oh, here we go. Darkman, Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. Oh, that looks uh looks pretty bad. Mm, I want to see that. I mean, that's a bad cover, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I think just by like seeing the cover and knowing the name, The Return know, of Durant, you know whether you're the audience for the movie. Oh, or the not. Jackal? Mhm. Uh, yeah, see fat Bruce Willis. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Alien Covenant, none of the other. Oh, Electra. Yeah. I'm a little surprised the Saint hasn't popped up. They know they're for, you know, our, our, uh, or Phantom, the Phantom. So I was thinking it would have been a better name for him, the Phantom. Oh, the Phantom. That no, a- that's Billy Zane. I know. He's slamming evil. All hey. day long. Every day I slam evil all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for watching this movie with me. Yeah, thank you time. for recommending it. I probably never would have known it existed if we didn't watch it, it for the podcast. made me so happy to watch it. I felt like I was Dark Man swinging from the bottom of a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, man, we didn't even, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's some bad uh, green screening. But, <laughs> you know, it's the 90s. <laughs> uh, there's that one shot of him where he's like, Arr! he's like falling on somebody. Yeah. And it's like a still image of him. Like, <laughs> the camera zooming closer to him. Like, come on, guys. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, that, yeah. thanks. I can mark this off my bucket list, and now people won't be like, you haven't seen Darkman? It's probably... Sarah was asking me earlier, what are the movies that, like, people would be like, you haven't seen that? This would probably be one of them. Now I've seen it, so leave me alone. I'll leave you alone, Joel. Thanks, Aaron. 
All right, I'm going to talk about some outro stuff. You guys think of a lesson that you learned from Darkman. And uh, let's... Uh, Sarah, do you have a pick for next week already? Or are you going to think about it? I'm going to have to think about it. That's cool. Okay. Is it the lake house? Mm, we could do the lake house. Yeah, we could. It fits. It's a weird supernatural thingy. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm down. I'm down. No, you're not. Oh, come on. You hate Keanu Reeves. I n- would never say such a thing. Sander but Bullock. I must defend my sandwich. You should. The cat really wants that sandwich. I defended it. A sandwich. Oh, Ooh, see, she, she loves you, though. She hi. never liked you before, and now she's like, oh, Let her smell your hand. Oh, is it a licky? Uh, a sandwich of my dreams. Hey, listener, if you want to write into us and we'll talk about our cats with you, or, you know, you want to suggest movies or whatever, uh, write in please don't podcast at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PDSMIOS, or on Twitter at, at Outer Space Pod. If you uh, have the time or inclination, we'd appreciate it if you left us a rating on the uh, Apple Podcasts uh, app or the iTunes app. And uh, if you got a few dollars you want to send our way, uh, we do have a site at ko-fi.com slash pdsmios. And, you know, for the price of $3, you can keep Aaron in some Subway sandwiches. which Thank you. Keep the cats, you know, loving him. And not yeah. running away like they normally do. If I'm holding a Subway sandwich, a six inch at least, I know that uh, Coco, the cat, will... Size doesn't matter. ...want to be my friend. You're right. It could be a foot long, too. You're right. Now we're talking. <laughs> Thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, to Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, and to our constant listeners, Kim Torres and... Scott Pats, we appreciate your support, and thanks thanks to all our friends, of course. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Aaron said that we got some gifts from some people. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you guys for those. Yeah. And Spencer. No, I never thank Spencer. He's a smell. It's a stink. Well, I will thank him. Thank you, Spencer, for being rad. Listen, if you guys really want to thank Spencer, you should go listen to We Cut Ed's the Spike Lee podcast that we're doing. Okay, that's that's our pro- main project we're working on with him. Uh, you know, if, we should have him on this one though too at some point. <laughs> you got to finish Baffled. Yeah, let's do it. All right, right now. All right. Anyways, did you guys learn a lesson from Dark Man? Oh, you could learn a lifetime of lessons from this movie. Mm. <laughs> is one of them. But did I learn any? Deep uh, thoughts. Never, never argue with a carny. Is that one? That's, that's <laughs> the top of the list okay. is if somebody wins the game, you give them the toy. Um, That's part of the that's the social contract you're entering into at the carnival. And you never know what kind of crazy person might be there. Um, I mean, is it worth it? The hospital bill for a stuffed animal that cost you 25 cents? You tell me, Aaron. I d- honestly didn't think there was any, you know, <laughs> anything to be lost or gained. Like, I thought it was like an hourly wage type of deal where you didn't you didn't buy the toys that you were going to be given away. 
Well, this is a cut. This is a <laughs> diehard carny. He goes where the carnival goes. That's right. He has to purchase what those out of, of his own right. What is this? <laughs> I need a background a goofy dossier. <laughs> we need a prequel movie about the carny. Oh, nice. Why he was having such bad days. Shady lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dark Man Zero. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Sorry, give me a moment. No, I got you. I think if you know, this is one for me. If it, if you know that your skin is going to dissolve in, you know, under two hours or something. Was it was it ninety minutes or ninety nine? Yeah, I I think you should only you should keep it pretty close to the house. Yeah. If you're like a gen- well, that. I mean, he was wearing a special watch. The problem with the special watch was that it was literally set for 99 minutes. He should have set it for like 80 and mm-hmm. been like, okay, I've got 19 minutes to get back. You can or jump whatever. on the subway or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> to, to rappel onto a helicopter and get home. I thought it was pretty clever that, like, uh, even though his photograph of himself was ruined so that when he slid it in the machine, he was able to replicate. Uh, the other side of the face just by copying one side of the face and pasting it to the other side. Yeah. I thought that was pretty rad. I mean, really, that's... that's. But it Some took Photoshop an extra there. long time for the computer to compensate. Well, this is 1990 computer technology. That'd be really, it would have been funny if he had a mole on one side of his face and like when it was <laughs> done, he had it on both little, sides. Two little like, dots. That would have uh, been pretty cool. Francis McDormand was like, what the hell? What's going on with your... Did you always have that mole? Uh, yes. I was yes, a little, I did. I was a little offended that his face didn't come out all pixelated like the uh, <laughs> like computer technology. Uh, yeah. uh, it's it's just a bunch us. of squares. Just a bunch of voxels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big chunks of Minecraft stuff coming out of his face. Mm-hmm. I guess that'd be more uh, Lawnmower Man-esque. We didn't talk about the fact that Mission Impossible stole the idea, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, the right. face mask. Face masks, yeah. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Um. Sometimes, okay. Here's here's my here's a lesson. Okay. Sometimes when you're a dark man, uh, sometimes when you're enacting your great revenge plan of taking out all the bad guys mm-hmm. that uh that ruined your life, uh, gotta say it's a pretty awesome and smooth move to do the double triple take on people. Put a couple masks on. Uh, put a couple couple different faces on. You know. Uh, like one over the other. I don't even know honestly how that worked. That was an awesome <laughs> trick. I, I thought it was pretty amazing. Like, yeah. Don't be afraid to use double, multiple double faces to freak mask. your uh, freak your prey out. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it pulled like one. It was like it was like almost Scooby Doo level. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like reviews. Huh. I loved it. It really was Liam Neeson. Oh no. Yeah, that was pretty good. Some, 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 <laughs> he put like, them all on himself. I mean, you could see that he had a silver thing in the back there. Like, like no, no. If he's still, if you're not seeing tape over this guy's face, there must be something else going on back there. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> doesn't have that shiny of a mouth. <laughs> and that plot was stolen from, uh, or that thing was stolen from, for Mission Impossible 3, where... Oh. Put the mask on the wrong person, they get shot or whatever. There's just thieves all around. <laughs> okay, if I had a lesson from this movie, I'd have to say that I th- I think that 
you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, Joel, is it good? I just the the idea that your girlfriend doesn't actually love you and wouldn't love you because of your freaked out face, oh, just because yeah. she didn't say yes to your your out of the fucking blue. Uh, no, I just cussed. <laughs> out of the blue marriage proposal is is just wrong wrong headed, gentlemen. If somebody really loves you, and ladies, and everyone else in between, if somebody loves you, they will love you no matter what. And that's what you need to find, the true love. And the way to test that is to horribly scar yourself. Oh. So get that hydrochloric acid. So dip my own head in some chemicals? Is that what you're saying? You see what I have to work with? (laughs) Well, as long as you don't, you won't like... You know, chop my fingers off with some like cigar cutting device. Oh, I forgot his his chopping finger fetish. Yeah, he had a collection. That's right. <laughs> it's like get, get that guy's fingers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.